Hi, and welcome to the 31st episode of the Embodied Living Yoga Podcast. I'm Shannon Elliott. Uh, Today, I wanted to talk a little bit. It is um, from the Couch Friday. And today, I wanted to talk a little bit about speaking your truth. Uh, And what that really has looked like for me and... um, some of the ways that uh, I've done it and I've done it well and some of the ways that it takes a little bit longer because I think it's something for me that continues to come up. And the more that I am in the yoga practice and in meditation, uh, the less that I can avoid the voice of my truth, right? Because this is really about um, personal truth versus the truth. Okay. Um, and one of the classic examples from my life or bigger examples from my life is when I was in college, um, you know, it took me so many years to be able to talk about and, uh, not feel shame around it. And, um, maybe it's because of where my life has landed, but I was, uh, I was at Rutgers and I had like a semester left, maybe a semester and a half. And this inner voice just kept calling to me that, um, I, you know, I, was to be a yoga teacher. That's what I was to do. And this is, you know, before there was uh, yoga studios and uh, definitely not trainings anywhere, you know, so it, um, it was not popular. It took effort. I mean, I had to, uh, I went to Virginia and, and that really isn't part of the story, but the story is that, um, I, I dropped out of college you know, very close to finishing. I left college and I went and did my yoga teacher training. Um, um, and like I'm saying, like at this point, maybe it's easier to talk about because it did work out. You know, I didn't graduate college, but, uh, I have a yoga studio. This is what I do for a career. This is what I've built my life and my livelihood around, you know? So that's wonderful. But I, I truly believe that even if I had gone and it quote unquote didn't work out, meaning I didn't actually uh, become, you know, a, a yoga teacher to the level that I am now or made a business out of it. And I ended up at some point going back to school and graduating, that would have worked out too, you know? So I don't want to get caught up in the, oh my gosh, you know, because I left college and followed my inner voice, right? Everything was wonderful. This is one example where it, um, me going to do the yoga teacher training ended up being my career. But I also don't regret the fact that I was in college for that time, because I think I, you know, you learn a lot wherever you are. And and I'm not talking academically. I mean, I learned to live on my own. I learned how to build friendships. I learned how to work and pay my bills, you know, uh, how to balance my life. There's so much that went on in those in those years. So um, there's no regret either way, you know, and when I think about um, it was an interesting moment for me because I don't even know if I was afraid in that particular moment. I mean, I, it's hard for me to really go back to what that felt like. I remember being really excited. Um, but there are other truths, you know, recently uh, that are coming up for me. And the the real thing that's holding me back from moving forward into what I 
know is the right thing for me and other people involved in the situation is I'm afraid, you know, I'm afraid of what will happen if, um, if I, if I choose and follow the path that I know is the, the path, right? Like the, the right path. I, I don't know if right's the right word, but the fear is, is coming up like to a huge degree. Right. And it's having me question what I'm doing. Um, and it's hard when I'm in the middle of fear. Right. And really the real courage comes from moving forward anyway and doing what's right for you anyway. You know, um, one of my older son definitely he gets afraid, you know, and he gets insecure. And when he's afraid, you know, all of a sudden he doesn't want to do the thing that he was doing. He was really interested in doing like playing basketball, for example. Right. Like super excited about playing basketball. Can't wait. Can't wait. And then the day that basketball comes, it's not that he says he's afraid of basketball. He doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, and he has a ton of reasons as to why. And it is no longer um, of interest to him. And as we sit and dig a little bit deeper, you realize that really it's his mechanism for coping with the fear is to act like he doesn't care anymore, that he doesn't want to do it anymore, you know? And I can absolutely relate to that a hundred percent. I think like as a mom, right? My example is to do the thing that I'm most afraid of anyway, right? To when you're afraid, because I, I get afraid too, kind of like he does. My younger son at this point doesn't seem to hold that kind of fear when things come up. Um, but for me, you know, it is part of what comes up. And how do you hold fear and courage at the same time? Right? How do you hold both at the same time? Because a lot of times I think, or for a long time, I thought it's either fear or courage, right? It can't be both. But it can be both. And I think it's healthy that it is both, right? You're not pushing one away for the other. Um, But speaking your truth, right? What it is you want to do, even when you're afraid has a lot, like it's so much integrity, right? That's how you live in integrity is to actually be speaking what is true for you. Um, And what I noticed, one of the, one of the things that I first start with when uh, I start to wonder, right? Like, what what is it? What am I going to do next? What's the th- right thing in this situation? Is <clears throat> I really notice what my body is saying and feeling, you know? And this is, um, there's been this one particular thing that has been like years of watching my body tell me, you know, that this is not the direction to move. However, my fear and my mind and my want to want, right? Like that's the other thing that comes up. I want to want uh, a certain thing, you know? And so I ignore my body's signals um, to notice the, the feelings and to notice the muscle tension and to notice butterflies just for as an, as examples, right? There's lots of other things, but that's where yoga really helps is that you begin to notice what's happening when you play out certain situations. And every time like I would play out the situation or get closer to um, the completion of moving towards this particular thing, it's my muscles do tense and I get afraid and I start, it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. Right. And so it's very interesting because 
the my body in particular was telling me um was giving me warning signals right not that i was moving into a bad situation but it wasn't i i was going there i think for the wrong reasons, right? I was moving that direction because I was afraid not to. I was afraid that I would lose, um, you know, friendship or relationship. I was afraid that we can't make things, you can't make things work if I don't do this particular thing. And that voice inside that gets afraid and, and it will try to talk you out of it. You know, it tries to move you in the other direction because it's afraid. And of course, like that's what fear does, right? It is the job of fear. So the, so fear um, is really just doing its job, right? It's keeping you afraid. That's what its job is. And so, you know, to know that um, helps me actually understand, okay, fear is doing its job, but we don't have to, you know, to still be able to sit and question it, to still be able to sit with it and wonder and to not just let fear run your life, right? And part of um, the yoga and meditation, in particular, the meditation is that it really helps to build trust in myself, right? And in, in, as you build trust in yourself, right, you're going to, you're going to gain more strength and confidence. And that strength and confidence really, and the meditation in particular, allows you the ability to take a pause, right? And that pause has, for me, um, depending on the situation, right, in the pause, I can come up with examples of all the ways in which I've been afraid and did things, and it totally worked out, right? And I can also think of ways in which things um could work out in the future if I follow the path. It doesn't have to be a doomsday, right? If I'm not moving in the direction that I think I should or that um, I want to want, you know, it's like um, that trust in myself is it speaks volumes because the reality is when I don't follow that, I think a lot of that has to come with not trusting Right? It's not trusting myself, not trusting the universe, not trusting God, whatever, um, however you define it, right? is that you don't, you don't have bigger trust in what it is that you don't know. Um, and it's also interesting in my physical body, I'll notice that like my kidneys sort of collapse in and that's, that's the organ of trust. And when I'm afraid and I let fear run and like, I'm sure you've seen people like this and in particularly women, like their ribs in general kind of pop forward and the, the mid to low back collapses. And so I've also just been working with breathing into that space and filling that space so that I can sit with it, right? But we all have these particular examples where we know, we know, you know, in many ways, I don't have to sit with it because I know what's the right thing to do for me. I know what's the right thing to do for um, my family. I know what's the right thing to do. But this process really helps me because just knowing isn't enough, right? Understanding that, um, what my body is saying, right? I was going to go back through it, like slaying my body and being in touch with my body and knowing, like paying attention to what it is that my body's doing when I start to play out a certain scenario. And, you know, um, and to notice that is huge. And then to understand that immediately, like the fear comes up, right? And to know that fear is doing its job, that's huge, 
right? And then to be able to pause and to build trust in myself, because the reality is, even if it doesn't quote unquote work out, I am a believer in in every life's journey has opportunity for lesson learning. And so um, things can always change. You know, there are very few decisions that are irreversible. And so, um, you know, something may change in the future. And so it may be at some point, um, the thing that I think is not right for me right now will be again, will be in the future. And that can, the the table, you know, you can open it up again. It, it's not, most of the time, it's not um, a closed book, right? Like even if I, it didn't work out when I, I went to the yoga school and then I went back to college, right? I could go back to college or I could continue on with yoga or none of that could have quote unquote worked out and I could be in a totally different career, right? But it's all part of the journey. Um, um, so, you know, those are, those are just some of the things that I have really been thinking about as I'm working through something right now that I'm, I'm super afraid of. Uh, but I also know what the right thing to do for me is. And so I have to, I have to build that trust, right? To watch your body, to no fear, to build trust inside yourself, to build the courage, right? And, um, there's a quote and it's, uh, I think it's just anonymous. I'm not sure who actually said it, but it says, uh, love is the place we go when we no longer wish to hide. And to me, that is, uh, speaking the truth, which is scary, but you know, I know every time I've spoken my truth, um, it always feels better. It always feels better. And the reality is most of the time it goes over way better than I would think, right? I don't lose all the things that I thought I was going to lose. Um, it's not doomsday the way that I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, I'm, I have very loving and supportive people in my life and I'm lucky for that. And sometimes when you speak your truth, you know, you are going to be met with a lot of, uh, fight, um, that's okay too, you know, but I just also want to, for, I want to hold gratitude because, you know, like when I left college, uh, I mean, of course my, my mom was not supportive <laughs> and, and why would she be, you know, at the last, at the last semester, it's kind of absurd. Um, but she still loves me. You know, we, we still, I mean, everything was fine, right? She just was obviously extremely upset by that. And this particular thing that is coming up for me recently, um, when I spoke it, I felt like a thousand pounds lighter. And I had huge support from the person that I was speaking to. And now this morning, I am super afraid. And I kind of want to take it back and put it back into a box because now I have to deal with, right, the fear. Uh, but I will say the fear is a way more comfortable space because I feel like I can breathe and it feels spacious and it doesn't feel like I'm confined and um, uncomfortable and trying to force something that is not meant to be right? It's, there's such a difference between struggle and effort. And when 
everything is so much struggle. That's another sign that's telling you what the heck are you doing? You know, what are you doing? Um, um, so it's better. I mean, it's, it's just better to speak your truth, even though I'm, I'm a shit ton afraid this morning and I'm trying not to spiral into, uh, what, you know, what, what, what it means now, like what is the next step now that, um, I thought I was moving in one direction and now I've, I'm moving in another, right? But this is part of life, right? Life comes with all emotion. And I can say from experience and even sitting in the middle of this, um, it feels really, it's the right thing. And you know when you do the big right things that they probably are going to be a whole lot scarier. And so for me, just knowing that helps. And um, I know I keep repeating it, but it helps me so much. It helped me so much when that one particular thing was said is that fear is doing its job, right? That's its job. So chill out. Fear is doing its job, right? And how can you build that pause to build strength in yourself? to build courage and, and you'll have both at the same time. And, you know, most things like, and I never land somewhere, like going back to the, the Rutgers thing and going into yoga teacher training. It's not like I've arrived as a studio owner and uh, teacher. I haven't arrived at all. It just happens to be that this is, I don't even know what arrived means, right? Like, yeah, I have a studio and yes, I'm a yoga teacher, but I have to work every day, right? The business and my education and my practice and it's continually evolving. So it's not like, you know, I just am, uh, you know, riding some wave now or something. Um, it continues to evolve. It continues to change. I mean, who knows? You know, I don't know where I'll be five years from now. Like maybe I won't be in the yoga business. Like we don't know. And so, um, it's silly to even really think too much about that, right? To stay present and to deal with what's happening in the present moment is huge to your evolution and your growth and um, that inner inner growth, right? To the inner growth, which is not necessarily like inner growth, oh, now everything's easy and content, right? Inner growth, um, you know, uh, I say this in teacher training, like the first weekend, you know, is that there's a lot of breaking that happens in growth. And right now I feel like my insides are breaking a little um, and I've got to redirect and, and bring things back um, to center and figure out, you know, like stay present and move forward. Um, again, it's one of those things, right, to stay present and keep your eyes forward. And just even in my physical practice, those two things, when I want to just put my head down in plank pose and put my head down, you know, um, in everything that I'm doing in, in an asana class, but to stay fully present with myself and keep my gaze forward and my eyes soft, right? That's hugely helpful. So there are lots of little ways in which you can keep, um, keep yourself, uh, moving through it. And, and, you know, um, one of the ways is to keep yourself in your practice, 
you know, uh, keep yourself in your practice, keep meditating, especially when you don't feel like it, do your practice when you don't feel like it, because this is the time that I most need it. And it's also at the same time, um, it could be the time that I also just want to crawl into bed under the covers, right? Uh, I don't right now, but it could easily be that way tomorrow. And it's been that way in the past. Sometimes when these things come up, um, I don't want to get to my mat. And your mat is really uh, the consistency in that is to know that you you can do it and you can sit there and you can feel it and you're going to be okay. You know, it's going to be okay. And so speaking your truth um, is really, I think, part of the, the prakriti, which is what we say in Ayurveda. Prakriti is like your gift to the world. And that's speaking your truth in my mind from the small little things, right, to what caught kind of, um, I don't know, a cake I actually like or coffee I like or maybe bad examples, right? <laughs> but like um, what kind of uh, what kind of meal is actually my favorite meal versus, you know, what's the most popular thing or what my friends are getting or something, you know? Um, it's what, what do you actually like? So from that small, seemingly small thing, right? We all know when we're around somebody that just – they are themselves, right? Unapologetically. And I don't mean like a jerk, right? Unapologetically. It's just speaking your truth. And um, and you can feel all of this, right? And so it's just um, a courage, maybe courage pusher, uh, a little bit of uh, understanding about what it is that's happening and that your real gift to the world is to speak your truth. So not to, you know, not to, um, not to think that your path has to be the path that everyone else chooses. You know, there are lots of ways that life can work. And, um, and those of us that really follow our path, I mean, it's, it's profound and it's beautiful and it's healing and it's whole and it is, um, it's freeing. So I will leave you with that today. Thank you so much for listening to From the Couch Friday. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, leave us ratings, leave us feedback. Uh, you can reach out to me, Shannon at onyxyogastudio.com. I have Instagram and Facebook. I'm trying to get better at using it and it's not working, especially the last couple of weeks, but I hope to get back on it. Uh, and you can check out what's happening at our studio in New Jersey, onyxyogastudio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Om Shanti. Thank you.